Hello, and welcome to a special edition episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. Today, we have a special podcast for you to discuss current seasonal operations at Concord General Services, including fall leaf collection and winter operations. I am Angelina Zolkik, Communications Coordinator from Concord General Services, and joining me today is Jim Major, Highway and Utilities Superintendent, also of Concord General Services. Thank you for joining us today, Jim. Thanks for having me. For listeners that may not know, Jim is in charge of the Highway and Utilities Division, which consists of a sewer crew, a water crew, a sign crew, a tree crew, three road crews, and then also the downtown services team. Well, there is definitely a lot of different work that gets performed by this division. Would you mind just providing us a quick overview of what all these different crews do for the city? Sure. As you stated, we have a sewer crew that's focused on the city's sanitary sewer and stormwater sewer systems. They keep the system clean by jet rotting sewer mains and cleaning catch basins and manholes and performing video inspection of the underground systems, completing repairs and maintenance and resetting manhole frames. Our water crew maintains the city's water distribution system, keeps water flowing to the community. Uh, the, water mains to maintain, uh, the water mains to maintain water quality, inspect valves, uh, investigate in wa- water concerns, maintain fire hydrants, and perform uh, repairs in the event of a water leak. Yes, and the water crew definitely does a great job to quickly repair any water leaks, even after hours. Yes, all of the employees are required to be available in the event of emergencies including after hours. We always have someone on call ready to respond to any sort of situation that could arise. That's good to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we also have a sign crew that maintains street and traffic signs, manages barricades and temporary parking signs, and paints road markings such as crosswalks, stop bars, directional arrows, parking spaces, indicator words, and symbols. And our tree crew works to plant, maintain, and remove trees within the city's right-of-way. The crew, this crew inspects tree conditions, manages a sustainable tree program for residential tree plantings, installs the city's Christmas trees, and keeps the right-of-way clear of any downed trees, hanging limbs, or debris. Wow. Well, speaking of Christmas trees, it's usually this time of year that the tree crew gets the city's trees ready. Any idea when this will be happening? Yes, the Christmas tree will be going up on the State House Plaza the 21st and will be decorated afterwards by New Hampshire DOT. We have a nice balsam fir being donated from River Road Plantation, which is owned by Stacy Payne. Oh, very nice. There's also a fir tree that will be installed and decorated with lights in Eagle Square next week, and the tree in Boudreaux Square in Pentecook will also be decorated next week as well. The tree up on the heights has already been, had the lights strung on it. And it looks like the downtown services team has already started putting up the holiday wreaths along Main Street as well. Yes, they did. They started hanging the wreaths yesterday. Uh, Also, just a quick thank you to the downtown merchants that volunteered to help prepare these wreaths for the hanging. Actually, the downtown services team is another crew of ours that was established after the Main Street project to maintain the hardscapes, planters, irrigation systems, trash receptacles, and sidewalks, no removal. They also hang banners and flags, and then they also do the uh, custodial services that are in three parking garages as well. And on top of that, you still also have three road crews. Yes, our road crews <laughs> perform road and sidewalk maintenance depending on the season. Spring is focused on pothole patching and sweeping, while summer is focused on any road repairs, any construction work, and any contracted road paving. Fall then returns to the city's fall leaf collection program, and of course, with the winter, it means uh, snow removal. And I'm sure this all just barely touches the surface of what these crews really do year-round. It definitely is a lot when you think about it, and it often is the things that people really don't think much about. 
Unfortunately, that's true. Uh, these guys are often working in the shadows, so to speak, and they work hard to make sure that community serv- receives the services that they need. Well, I definitely give them a lot of credit. So right now, road crews are in the middle of fall leaf collection. How are things going? They're going, <laughs> as they do every fall. Uh, yep. <laughs> crews are now in their fourth week of collection and are continuing to make their way through the city. They've made good progress so far. Uh, as of the end of last week, they've collected approximately 650 tons of leaves, which is about 1.3 million pounds of leaves. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot of leaves. Yes. There's still quite a bit more to get through, but oh. crews are getting there. They're working in different areas of the city, first focusing on areas in the city's drainage system, and will continue as long as weather permits through December 6th. Why is it that crews first focus on collecting within the drainage system? It's important to finish collecting in these areas because the uh, leaves will clog the drains, freeze, and could cause issues with flooding. Hmm. It's not a pretty situation, and it's really in the interest of the public safety to make sure that the leaves are removed from these areas first. That's really the original purpose of this program is to keep the streets clear in the, in the enclosed drainage system area. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Is there a way to find out what areas are included as part of the drainage system? Yeah, there's a crew sector map online that shows the different crews and their planned collection routes, which align with the streets prioritized within the drainage system. Once crews have finished collecting on these outlined areas, they will continue other areas around the city as long as weather allows. Yeah, and that map nicely shows the different crews dedicated to certain streets, but it doesn't show the direction of collection or when crews will reach these areas. Uh, Yeah, that's correct. Other than the starting locations, which we switch up every year, there isn't a pre-planned direction of route. And why not? (laughs) Because it's hard to plan a route when we don't know the conditions yet. Okay. Uh, It's like plowing. We go to the right and we try to make big blocks. So we really leave it up to the crews to make sure that they uh, collect every uh, street in that area. If they see a lot of leaves out on a particular road to the left and nothing to the right, they will choose to go left continue down that path. Also, they collect on one side of the street first, uh, since the leaf vacuums can only reach so far, and they will continue ways Mm. until turning and returning to the other side of the street. Okay. Also, the amount of leaves at the curb and the weather conditions cannot be predicted. Both of these play a huge factor in how quickly the crew can get through an area. For instance, if there's a lot of leaves at the curb and weather is reasonable, crews will be able to get to areas pretty quickly. But if there are a lot of leaves out, it will slow crews down. If it has rained, it will make leaves heavier and harder to vacuum up, taking longer. If the temperatures have dropped, there could be some freezing, which could make it harder to get the leaves. And we all know if it snows, how that can put a wrench <laughs> in plans, too. Oh, yes. Well, I guess that does explain why there isn't a set schedule for leaf collection. Yeah, we don't want to tell, be telling people we will be on, on a street on a certain day and then not be able to get there in time or get through the collection quicker than expected and then not be able to continue on and have to stall collection because we told residents we weren't coming until next week. Right. We just don't know the timing of it all and how it could play out. It's all very contingent. There's no set timeline for when crews will reach certain areas. It would just be giving false promises and holding up our crews with the limited time we have, creating more confusion and frustration for everybody, honestly. Yeah, that sounds like it would be quite complicated. But there is one area of the city that does get a scheduled collection, which is residents near the high school. Why is this area scheduled each year? Okay, so streets near the high school are collected during the coordination of Veterans Day holiday, school closure, which each year, because the holiday minimizes cars parked on the streets, which Mm. makes it easier for crews to reach the leaves without being blocked by vehicles, and also because there's less of a public disturbance. It really is safer for the public and our crews. 
Our map online indicates the area scheduled for Veterans Day collection, and crews do the best they can to finish collection from these streets on that day. But again, it's not easy to follow all a set schedule. Got it. So that's why residents outside of this area are encouraged to have leaves ready by the start of the program. Yes, that's really the best thing to do to not miss the collection. We can't tell you when we will be by your house, so it's best to be ready. Thankfully, we can say where crews will be starting, so at least that helps give people an idea of where the crews will be at the first. And there actually was a change this year to one of the starting locations. Yes, we changed the starting location for the crew in the south end this year. Usually this crew uh, always starts at the Bowtown line and works north. But this year we changed it so that the south end crew would start at Blossom Hill Cemetery and work south. Why did this change take place? Well, we've always alternated the starting locations for the crews in the north and east sides each year, never the crew in the south end. The reason we alternate the starting location is to buy a more fair and equal opportunity for uh, participation. If we start collection at the same point each year, it's those same residents that have to deal with crews coming by before all the leaves have fallen off the trees. Mm. not sure why we never switched up in the south end before, uh, but we have received feedback from residents in the south requesting this change, and we agree it's the right thing to do. Sounds fair. You mentioned something that I've heard often is one of the challenges of this bulk collection program, which is the beginning of collection most often means not all the leaves have fallen yet. Can crews delay the start of collection or can they at least return to these areas later to collect the additional leaves that have fallen since the crews have come by the first time? Unfortunately, crews have a very short window to get through the city to collect the leaves. If we delayed the start of collection to allow more leaves to fall, it would give us less time to get through the city, and more residents would likely miss collection altogether because the weather will catch up to us sooner or later. That being said, there's also any time our crews return to locations already, there isn't any time for crews to return to locations already collected. Crews can only come by once. By the time we have to stop collection, it's usually because winter has set in as we as we were still working our way through the city. And that's another challenge of this program, the weather. Biggest challenge, I would say. We live in New England. (laughs) We all know that the weather is unpredictable from one minute to the next and how quickly winter can arrive. We are working to clutch as much as we can before Mother Nature strikes. And we've had a few close calls already just this season. Yes, thankfully nothing that has interfered with the collection. We had a couple of snow dustings and some pretty low temperatures, but it was mild enough so that we could continue operations. I'm sure everyone is happy about that. (laughs) Yeah, I hope we can make it last. Yeah, that's for sure. Because then you have the residents on the other side of collection that I'm sure they get nervous, you know, about if they will get collected in time before it snows. Yep, and as I mentioned, there's no sure way of knowing when crews will get there, especially as the weather can change. So there are a lot of residents that face this challenge of weather with us. Sometimes it snows before we can reach a resident. Yeah, last year in particular, I remember snow hitting early and crews having to suspend collection. Yep, that's the risk that happens every year with this program. So what does happen once it snows? Is leaf collection just done or... (laughs) That's a hard question to answer, to be honest with you. It really depends on how much snow falls, if it sticks, and what the temperatures are afterwards. If the weather persists, it no longer becomes possible to collect leaves and crews have to switch their priority to snow removal. Mm -hmm. If the weather allows, crews, crews possibly could resume collection but can't make any promises. Thankfully, the bag collection was introduced for the first time last fall, and it really has become a great way to guarantee collection. Yes, the bag collection is something we've heard as a recommendation from some residents for a while. So it was very good news to finally start that program last year. 
Yeah, we understand the bag collection is not as convenient as raking leaves down to the curb for bulk collection, but bag collection is not dependent on weather conditions. You get three guaranteed weekly collections, and it's a little bit more predictable because you know your leaves will be collected each week instead of the uncertainty and risk that comes with bulk collection. That is all very true. And just to be clear, bag collection is available for residents that receive curbside trash collection. And bag collection actually started this week on Monday, November 18th, and it's going to continue for three weeks through December 6th. Yep, that's correct. But it's different from bag collection in the spring in that bags must be at the curb by 7 a.m. each Monday, regardless of a person's trash collection day. Bags will not necessarily coincide with trash collection. They could be collected earlier in the week or later in the week, depending on the volume of leaves at the curb. Oh, that's important to note. Why is it being collected separately? It's just easier for Casella, the city solid waste vendor, to have bag leaf collection separate from trash collection. Otherwise, it could possibly delay the trash pickup, but this just helps to maximize overall efficiency. Oh, okay. I see. So for bagged collection, Leaves must be placed in biodegradable yard waste bags or labeled rigid containers such as trash barrels. Residents are also welcome to put out a combination of bags and containers, but it's important to visibly label any containers as leaves so that the separate truck doesn't mistake it for trash or recycling. Yes, and residents should consider bagging their leaves as soon as possible so they are ready before it snows. Good tip. Yeah, residents should keep a close eye on the weather and see how the rest of leaf collection plays out. Of course, the safer decision is bagged collection. But are there any other alternatives that people can consider? Mulching is a great eco-friendly alternative. Or people in the more rural areas can utilize any wooded areas on their property to dispose of leaves. That's what I do. (laughs) I live on Hoyt Road, so crews most often don't get to my area for leaf collection. And I get it. We're not part of the drainage system. We don't live in the urban part of the city. So we're fortunate to have the space and the trees on our property to just put it behind our house. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of people do that don't live in Concord, or they hire a private landscaper, since a lot of towns don't provide leaf collection services or they just have an all-bagged collection. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes local farms will accept leaves too. We actually bring our leaves to local farms so that they can be composted. Actually, residents also have the option to bring leaves to Gelinas Excavation and Earth Materials Recycling Center off of 480 Road. Drop-off is free with proof of residency, so long as the load is smaller than a non-commercial pickup truck. They will ask you to empty any leaves that you may have bagged. That's another good option. And they also extend their hours during leaf collection. Yes, uh, they're normally open uh, weather-depending Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, but they add Saturday hours during leaf collection. So they're also open 8 to 12 on this Saturday, November 23rd, and December 7th. They will be closed on the 30th due to Thanksgiving holiday. Got it. Well, it seems like there are a lot of options, actually, for residents to dispose of their leaves. Yeah, and we understand our program is not perfect. There are a lot of (laughs) challenges, but we do the best that we can. We also know that it's an appreciated program. We know people have supplemented bulk collection and added bag collection to help with some of these challenges. And actually, there is also a feedback form available on the city's website for residents to anonymously express their thoughts on the program as well. Yeah, we actually do find that feedback is helpful. So please fill out the form. We started it last year and it provided us some insight about changing things up in the South End. We also hear we're happy to see that residents were appreciative of our new bag collection program. So what is the website that people can find this form and also more information about leaf collection? Yeah, you can go to uh, concordnh.gov 
slash leaf collection, and you'll find the feedback form, collection maps, additional program details, and even a list of some of our frequently asked questions. Awesome. Thank you. So let's switch gears a little bit. Crews are still dedicated to fall leaf collection right now, but soon their daily routine will be switching up to winter operations. Yes, ready or not, winter is coming. <laughs> I am never ready. <laughs> Are the crews hap- ready? It happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been ready. We actually start preparing for winter operations in the summertime, believe it or not. What? It's true. The Department's Equipment Services Division inspects all the equipment and makes any needed repairs or preparations uh, for winter ahead while the Highway and Utility Division works to fill up the salt barn. We like to have everything ready by October. Well, yeah, as you stated, you never know how the weather is going to be, so better to be ready early. So how do things typically go when it comes to plowing? There is no typical plowing, first (laughs) of all. Uh, First thing we do, we plow the streets on a priority level basis, uh, with the major arterial streets, access routes to the interstate, and school areas being the first priority. Mm. Collectors and residential streets follow. The crews rotate shifts as needed through storms so that plowing remains continuous and roadways are safe for the community. There are about 20 plow routes, give or take, depending on staffing, and about 220 centerline miles of road. What do you mean by centerline miles? Centerline miles counts the length of a road from the centerline. But if you think about it, crews are really treating 440 lane miles because roads typically have a lane in each direction. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess you really don't think about it like that. But yeah, that's a lot of ground to cover. Yes, it is. And sometimes it takes a while for crews to get through the areas, especially if the snow is coming down pretty fast. And what about sidewalks? Concord actually has about 90 miles of our sidewalks that are also plowed on a priority level basis. Our downtown services team is dedicated to clearing sidewalks downtown in the metered parking areas. We also have rotate shifts as needed through snowstorms to keep these areas clear. All other sidewalks are plowed by our road crews after the snow has stopped and they have finished plowing and treating streets. Okay, that makes sense. And sidewalks must also have different priorities, just like for roadways? Uh, Yes, they do. We have the designated school walking routes that get the highest priority. Mm -hmm. There's actually a sidewalk plowing priority map online that shows these school walking routes and the sidewalks that get plowed. So how does the city go about calling winter parking bans? We keep a pretty close eye on the weather, and if we see a winter storm advisory get issued, then likely that means Concord will have a winter storm event parking ban. And we try to send out the alert early in the day so we can at least uh, have it out by noon that day. Okay. And what is a winter storm event parking ban compared to a winter maintenance parking ban? And where is that alert sent out? Okay. The uh, winter (laughs) storm event parking ban is a citywide parking ban. And if there's no parking on any street, while a winter maintenance parking ban is just for the continued snow removal of the downtown area. Okay. Both bans prohibited parking from midnight to 7 a.m. Got it. Alerts are issued first through the city's website. We put out an alert that puts an emergency banner across the top of the website, and it also emails any subscribers. How can people sign up for these alerts? There's a direct link on our winter operations webpage, or you can go to the Notify Me to subscribe to parking ban categories. Awesome. So be sure to sign up to stay informed. I know we work also to get the word out in a bunch of other places as well. Um, normally, we issue a General Gazette newsletter alert, share with local media and radio stations, and also share to our social media pages. Yep, yeah, and also sometimes later in the season, we may put out emergency no parking signs for snow removal to improve sight lines in areas, particularly narrow streets. So please stay alert for these signs as well. Good to know. 
What does someone do if their vehicle does get towed? First, we hope vehicles don't get towed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why we try to inform the community as much as we can so they are aware. One other good uh, rule is if it's snowing, it's always best to move your car off the street if you can even uh, – if there's no park – even if there is no parking ban. Mm -hmm. That will help make sure you don't get towed if there's a ban. But also it will help our crews be able to more effectively plow the street. It can be difficult for our plows to fit on a street if there are a lot of cars parked, especially on a narrow street. But if your vehicle does get towed, be sure to contact Concord Police's Parking Division. Okay. Are you guys still looking to fill any seasonal positions right now? Yes, we still are looking uh, for people to come in for uh, winter season operations. We have seasonal winter laborers and seasonal snowplow operators. A CDLB is required for a plow operator, but experience is not required for winter laborers. You'll get 40 hours of guaranteed work each week, regardless if it snows or not. Mm. Overtime is required. If you, are, if you or anyone you know is interested, you can apply online or at our office at 311 North State Street. Awesome. Well, I do have to say I have a sincere appreciation for these crews. They work very hard and they do a great job at keeping our community safe. I'm very thankful for all that they do. Well, we're happy to do it. Thank you, Jim, very much. And thank you for this very informative discussion today. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Be sure to visit ConcordNH.gov slash Leaf Collection or ConcordNH.gov slash Winter Operations for more information. And I just would like to mention a few more things before we wrap up. All city offices will be closed on Thursday, November 28th and Friday, November 29th in observance of Thanksgiving. In addition to December 25th for Christmas and January 1st for New Year's Day. There will be no trash collection on any of these holidays and collection will be delayed by one day for the rest of the week. The Concord Christmas Parade will be held on Saturday, November 23rd. The parade will start at 9.30 a.m. on Hazen Drive at the Department of Transportation Building and continue east on Loudon Road to Canterbury Road. The parade will then turn onto Canterbury Road and march to Pembroke Road and end at the Capital City Business Center. Canterbury Road and Loudon Road will be closed from Hazen Drive to, to Canterbury Road from 9.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. There will be over 50 different floats with walkers, military vehicles, fire trucks, marching bands, and more. Concord's Christmas tree lighting celebration will be held on Friday, November 29th at the State House Plaza, with activities starting at 4 p.m. Main Street will be closed from 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. from Center Street to School Street. There will be horse-drawn wagon rides, a petting zoo, music performed by the Brian Waldron Band, face painting, refreshments, and stuff a cruiser with Concord Police to collect warm socks, leg warmers, mittens, hats, coats, and boots to help the Concord Coalition to end homelessness. Liberty, the Concord Police Dog, will also be there for photos. Santa will arrive at 5, and the tree lighting will begin at 5.59, followed by fireworks. Pentecook's tree lighting at Bordereau Square will be held on Wednesday, December 4th, starting at 5.30 p.m. There will be refreshments, live music from the Pentecook Elementary School Chorus, a visit from Santa, and the tree lighting at 6 p.m. Christmas tree collection will be starting January 6th and will continue for two weeks in coordination with curbside trash collection through January 17th. All lights and decorations must be removed from the tree. Wreaths and artificial trees will not be collected. Trees and trash must be placed curbside by 7 a.m. to not miss collection. The Everett Arena is hosting ice skating now through March 13th. Skating hours are Sunday, 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. 
and Monday through Saturday, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Admission is only $5, and skate rentals are available if needed at the Pro Shop, also for $5. Stay informed about all things Conquer General Services by visiting our website at conquerednh.gov slash general services. Subscribe to our General Gazette newsletter, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at ConcordNHGS. Also be sure to sign up for Notify Me Alerts at ConcordNH.gov, check out the City of Concord's blog at cityofconcordnhblog.com, and follow the City of Concord and other city departments on social media as well. This podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Be sure to check back again soon for the next episode of Talk Concord. Thanks for listening. Thank you.